love it when a leader says, I have no interest in fashion, but I love that story. And I'm like, oh, you do have an interest in fashion because you're not naked. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to You Have to Wear Something because you do. It's that wonderful time of year again where people who haggle over the price of discount linens and Marshalls and haven't been to a museum in years become fashion experts and critics. Whew, this is going to be a tough one today. So many things, so many thoughts in my mind. Um, okay, what is the Met Gala? What's the Met Gala in the first place? The fashion party of the year began as an annual fundraiser for the Costume Institute. The first event was organized by fashion publicist and CFDA founder Eleanor Lambert in 1948, two years after the Costume Institute became part of the Met. Everything changed in 1972 when Diana Vreeland, the glamorous former editor of American Vogue, came on board as a consultant to the Costume Institute. It was her idea to transform the dinner into a glittery party, and it was at her behest that the thick white invitations began to be mailed out to celebrities, including Andy Warhol, Bianca Jagger, Diana Ross, and people like Cher. Under Vreeland's direction, the party began to resemble the event that we know and love today, the one you all do not understand or love at all. What do you know about fashion? What do you know? Is it trendy clothing that we wear to look cool or just something to cover our new bodies so that we don't get arrested? We all have a favorite pair of shoes or a jacket we love and it's all part of the bigger, the bigger fashion world. Have you ever seen a movie with superheroes or magical creatures? Well, the clothes they were wearing were created by a fashion designer. They are the artists who draw up, plan, and construct ideas that later become the clothes we all wear. Fashion is art, and that's on period. You have to be creative and artistic to make clothes that other people want to wear. It connects us and helps us to express ourselves, just like a painting, a drawing, sculpture, architecture. Well, you get the point. So where the hell do clothes come from? Well, before the age of fast fashion, clothes used to be made by a seamstress who would pick out fabric, create a pattern, and then construct the piece for his or her family. The closest many of us have ever gotten to this process in modern time is getting pants hemmed at the cleaners or having a suit or dress made from scratch for our prom or wedding. But every year, the Met is Met with protesters upset at rich people who just want to flex and saunter around in front of cameras in designs we don't understand. Now, I'm not a child of memes. I am still forever a student who reads actual pages in a book. And that's exactly who fashion experts and critics used to be, frankly. We live in the fast fashion era of consumption buying 
70 additional outfits yearly we do not need to flex on the gram for people we do not like or care about. It's the Kardashian, Fashion Nova, H&M. Girl, I just bought the knockoff at Zara era. Buying and choosing fabric for your family that will later become an heirloom, a la Scottish tartan or Palestinian tatris for pieces that will sometimes take years to complete. Tatris is an Arabic word for a unique style of Palestinian cross-stitch embroidery. Distinguished by rich colors and textures, it originated in the Middle East some 3,000 years ago, and African tribes have a similar process, but we don't know that because, you know, we were stolen and trafficked here. But I'm going to get into the colonial capitalist part in a sec, my honeys. So I heard about the protests outside, and I applauded. Resist all that you don't agree with. As a black lady benefiting from the civil rights and women's movement, I know resistance is essential to participating in democracy. Life is about and. Life is about contrast. You can be anti-capitalist living in a capitalist society, but baby, plan out your cause in a focused way because protesting at an art event and yes, although the Met Gala has turned into a media spectacle, those ain't the clothes ruining the planet, my dear. Take that fire and rage outside of Ikea, whose ship jammed up to Suez for days. Take that rage to Walmart and Forever 21 and H&M and Zara, whose microwaved articles of clothing fill up the banks of the Corley Lagoon in the Ghanaian capital of Accra and ruin every facet of their life, including access to potable water. Baby, the clothes in the Met will never be in a landfill. If you go to a natural history museum, you will see artifacts from thousands of years ago, and those include the clothing we once wore, defining class, tribal, and ethnic significance. But y'all mad about the wealthy, okay, fair. The wealth gap is very out of control, agreed. And I'm glad Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wore that lovely white suffragette-esque gown with tax the rich on the back. Because child, it is time. And by a black designer, Aurora James of Brothers Valleys, a business she started as a vendor at the flea market. Take up space, sis. Sadly, there were only five black designers featured at the Met. Christopher John Rogers, Rich Fresh, Edvin Thompson of Theophilio, Jason Rimbart, Sergio Hudson, and Kirby Jean Raymond of Pure Moss. Oh, I am so pissed actually that no one wore Pure Moss, but anyway, in general, too many people wore European designers, too many. And the theme was in America, a lexicon of fashion. And the message was clear. We'd rather wear European heritage houses than emerging American designers of color. Ugh, yuck. Now, why don't you know these names I just mentioned? Because you don't care about them or their artistry or their black joy at all. Like, not even a little bit. 
And isn't it so, so convenient to all of a sudden begin hating the art of fashion the minute black people get a sliver of representation at the Met? I mean, the moment featured many black women, and we all know that the black woman is the most disrespected and least desired person in America. But every time we begin to excel in something, it becomes unimportant. We're getting all the degrees in the world right now in record numbers, yet we are not being hired due to the Molotov cocktail love, lack of culture fit, sexism, and racism. The intersectionality of all of it is just delicious. Look, if y'all don't know anything about art, just say that. But don't go to an art event protesting out of ignorance. Please read something longer than a meme to learn because what you'll find that the connection of art and wealthy patronage and sponsorship is nothing new. Shout out to Lewis Hamilton for buying an entire table to feature black designers because they will also like an ROI on their tuition paid to FIT, Parsons, FITM, and SAIC. Well, you know what? Maybe they're just not a culture fit. But back to wealthy patronage and sponsorship. Michelangelo's David, the Sistine Chapel, and so on and so forth were paid for by the Medicis who owned the banks and the Catholic Church. But you don't know that because, you know what? Never mind. The next time you rub your two nickels together to doom stroll, target out of boredom, don't. Decide to get angry. Walmart, Target, The Nova, Zara, Henny's, that's H&M by the way. Fill yourself with rage because those places are 90% filled with goods made by probably child slaves in Africa, India, and Asia. Next time you order Amazon Prime, realize that the carbon footprint to have the item packaged in an oversized box, flown, and shipped to you is way bigger uh, than if you just drove your ass to the store in your fossil-fueled car. You see, life is about and. It's about contrast. You can hate the non-man-made billionaire Elon Musk whose family profited from an emerald mine in apartheid South Africa and you can enjoy the design of an emission-free Tesla. You can love your iPhone and hate that the min minerals needed to make the batteries are retrieved by, again, child slaves in Africa. We ain't giving up our phones though, right? Take your rage outside these big box stores, the next auto show over fossil fuels, or outside the next weapons convention where we find new and innovative ways to kill each other. Because the Met is the least of our bigger problems. The fashions at the Met are no more frivolous than a skyscraper, a Frank Gehry or a Zaha Hadid building, an Eames chair, an Alex Calder mobile, a Basquiat painting, or a Marvel movie. All a waste, right? See you next year, hopefully with more representation, where I can't wait to have the same ignorant conversations about how fashion design isn't art and the reason children are hungry and cancer isn't cured is because of the Met Ball. Study your causes and get focused, my loves. And until next time, truly, peace.